yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is hecka boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. <sighs> That's how you should start this episode. <laughs> this episode's depression. Hi. <sighs> this is Stand Up Dad. No, I can't do this that. This is Stand Up Dads again. <laughs> I'm sitting. <laughs> and we're talking about depression. This is Mike. And this is Rob. Uh, no. <laughs> it's because we can laugh about it, but yeah. Uh. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we are talking about depression this one with dads because it's a pretty serious issue that no one talks about. Actually, this last Saturday kind of pushed me over the edge on it because we've been talking about doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah, because both of us have experience with it and I still suffer from depression. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I got diagnosed with it when I was young and just, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's like you're depressed and you're fat and you're hairy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, like Saturday, the wife had her, she celebrated her birthday with some friends, so she left at like 8.30 in the morning and didn't come back till after midnight, which is great. And so, <laughs> Which <boy>. is great. <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah, know, but it, it gives you a day that it it's does. just so you it's guys. Just me That's and cool. The boy. So, yeah. you know, we made a big day out of it and said, okay, it's you and me, bud, let's do it. And, you know, we went bike riding because he's finally learning how to ride a bike, so we rode around like the junior high, like the whole campus, just exploring. And yeah. that's the first time he's ever done that because it's always just been limited. So we had a blast doing that. And to the point where he was like, okay, I'm done now. And it's like, cool. And then uh, we went and had lunch over at Schipolini's, which it's over in Folsom. They have like a playground, kind of like a yeah. Chick-fil-A playground without the Kids love gay it. hating. Yeah. Uh, without so, the gay hating. <laughs> so it was good. Had a decent lunch. Got to read while he was playing around. And then from there, we went to the movies to see Dora. Oh, uh, Dora. Dude. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's like an adult playing Dora. Okay, that still makes it creepy. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, as long as I don't say it in front of the kid, like, oh, Dora's so beautiful. Well, it would be like, what? Creepy. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, CPS, please email us at <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, no, but then we saw that. He had a blast. We went to Lowe's to pick up some sand. He has a like a sandbox and a mud table that mm-hmm. they haven't been used because they're just either filthy or just became the neighborhood cat box. That's the worst. Yeah. So we filled that up, played with that for a while. Um, then, you know, we actually made cookies and watch some Big City Greens, which is his favorite show right now, and then read them books and put them to You're bed. making me depressed that I'm a bad dad. No, like... but that's the thing. It was a <laughs> fucking wonderful day. You know, and I was thrilled. I was like, this is a good day. Yeah. You know, I, I like spending time with my kid. Put him to bed, went to my office to work on some shit, and promptly just started sobbing and just wanted to fucking hang myself so fucking bad, and I don't know, understand why. Yeah. But I don't know if it was just like, I know I can't keep that pace up, Nobody can. Yeah. Nobody should. And it was, I didn't do it because I felt obligated to. I was just like, hey, we have a day. Let's do this. Let's yeah. have fun today. And it reminded me, um, J.D. Salinger, the guy that wrote Catcher in the Rye, mm-hmm. he didn't write much. He did a lot of short stories. And one of them was called A Perfect Day for Banana Fish. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you more than a couple of things about Catcher in the Rye, but I could tell you everything about this book, uh, this story. Seymour, one of the guys he writes about, this like gifted family. Mm-hmm. He's at a resort at a hotel, goes out to the beach just by himself, wandering around, sees a little girl playing on the beach, you know, by herself, and just they start talking, and it's just this nice, 
Yes, what the fifties or sixties? Yeah, you know, you're not gonna creepy vibe off it at all. Yeah, he's just like, oh, they're just fooling around on the beach, and he says, oh, it's a perfect day for banana fish. And it's like, what's a banana fish? And he explains like a banana fish eats so many bananas that it gets stuck in its hole and dies. And she's like, I see one, and you know, and they just play, and like, there's this whole thing where he like plays with her feet, and then okay, bye, have fun, and then he promptly goes to his hotel room and blows his head off. Man, and I'm like, what the? Man. F-? And that just hit me, and I was like, what the fuck? This is the stupidest thing in the world. And then now you, you know, here, it, yeah. thirty years later, I go, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a good story, man. <laughs> to be like, yeah, now I understand it. Yeah, yeah. I would never. Yeah, I I've known people that have lost people through suicide. Yeah, and I've seen how fucked up it is you know for you know yeah it's okay it's great for you you're done everyone else is now taking on your bullshit so well, it's uh, awful because it's like my best friend from when i was really little mm-hmm. that yeah went to school that said you know committed suicide and it's it's such a tough thing because i remember you know you you feel like god i i wish i hadn't been in better touch because the stuff at least you know, they can only kind of piece together what they thought yeah. was going on. But what it seemed like, it was like, man, I was going through like the same type of stuff. But the only difference yeah. was I had Olivia. Yeah. And it's like if if we had been able to talk, we probably would have helped each other. Yeah. And then hopefully and I and I think it's the difference between like understanding how it could happen. Because I remember talking with yeah. his dad and saying like, like, I can see like it's not something where someone does it thinking that i think people think that way where you end up how could they do this and i think when you're in that hole oh that started years ago yeah when i get in the hole like uh, there's times like that where i feel like that where you're just like it's almost like it makes you not see other options Mm -hmm. that when you're feeling better you can go like because for me it'll manifest as like being locked like like i'll just lock up and be like daddy's gonna be on the couch you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and just shut down just shut down and like having that is i don't know it makes you understand it i think that's how like you're saying that story it's like i could see how it could go that route and that's the best we can do is talking about it's a big deal because you don't expect other people to be no and we'll get into this yeah yeah now we've depressed everyone enough yeah yeah comedy no more Uh, comedy (laughs) here's a guy michael (coughs) Meehan, that talks about depression hang on so uh there's this little girl that's always playing in the yard next door to my apartment. And the other day as I was walking home, she stops, looks me in the eyes, and says, you're sad. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you been reading the survey I take every time I go to the counselor? <laughs> <laughs> How many of you guys have ever taken a depression screening questionnaire? <laughs> <laughs> It's a surprising reaction for that question. <laughs> okay, you don't, you, don't, you don't need to share your results, but I mean, you can probably guess mine. Not to brag, but that is where I've gotten my highest test scores this semester. <laughs> I feel like the questions they ask, though, aren't the best at diagnosing depression. I could write a much better set of questions. Uh, like, oh... Uh, how many times in the past two weeks have you showered? <laughs> or, when was the last time you put on pants? <laughs> have you ever eaten at Taco Bell for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> a 
breakfast order at Taco Bell should come with a prescription of Zoloft. <laughs> yes, it should. Whereas breakfast at McDonald's is like me hanging out with all the really like the really old people and being like I'm I'm right at home. <laughs> like, I I'll sit there, plug into their internet, and drink unlimited soda, and they're drinking their unlimited coffees and uh, yeah. Not a fan of McDonald's. <laughs> and you would think I would be because I'm a big fat dude, but <laughs> it's just you know what? I hate the food, yeah, and I still I, go because I want my dollar soda. Two and things then I'll happen. Eat, yeah, when I you know, and it's been years and years since I've been. Yeah, but either I'll eat McDonald's and. I won't be able to go to the bathroom for four days, or yeah. I'm not going to be able to leave the bathroom for four <laughs> days, and it's not predictable. <laughs> but for dads, it's actually not that uncommon for dads to get depressed, you know, because fucking the weight of the world is on you, you know, for the most part. There was a study that I will post a link, th- link to from the Medical Research Council. It said by the time their first child is 12, 21% of fathers have had at least one episode of depression. And they also go Which on... Which I think is super low. Well, Yeah, 21%. <laughs> they go on to say, and I quote, the study is likely to have underestimated the numbers of fathers who experience depression because we know fathers are less likely than mothers to seek help with depression. Yeah. And you find out, like, like what you said with Owen, like I, I realize what... It's my expectations mm-hmm. that'll make it worse. So, like, I took Oli and uh, her cousins to mm-hmm. the chicken festival. The fuck is that? The chicken festival is actually really fun. Where it's is in that? Fair Oaks. Okay. And they have, they Aww. let the chickens run I wild the there. So, they have a chicken festival and it's all chicken themed and the chickens are still walking around during the thing. Do and they sell fried chicken? They did sell chicken. <laughs> they did sell chicken. So, I think you just can't kill those chickens. <laughs> You're, the, you're safe. Those chickens are safe in mm-hmm. Fair Oaks, but if you wander outside, I think then it's legal for us to get them. <laughs> so if they wander into Citrus Heights or Carmichael, you can get them. Uh, but like, I took them in. I could prepare them for you. Mm, <laughs> let's do that. I wonder if they stamp them. They must have some sort of link. They'll come to our house. They'll be like, we've traced <laughs> chicken number and 248. And it's in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they just see the little like foot. <gasps> You should have thrown away the foot. You're coming with us. You're going to jail. But I, yeah, I took them to it and I felt the whole time I was like, because I'm all weirded out at a festival, like, mm-hmm. stay with me. Come here. Yeah. Go over there. You know, no, you can't have that. Okay, you can do this thing. And the whole time I came out of it, like, oh, so like, wanted this to be this wonderful time. And they were all like, we had a great time. Yay. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I, instead of focusing on, like, hey, they had a great time. So it was successful. Yeah. I'm instead thinking, like, it didn't go the way I wanted it to go or the way I thought it, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's uh, sometimes, we, we, at least for me, I'll magnify the stuff that goes wrong so much that then it's ruining the rest well, of the day or it makes I've it worse. I've seen your don't. expectations and sometimes, yeah, they're yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not one hot lady selling chicken tried to blow me. What? Uh, I, <laughs> come on. Anyway. This is when I'm being a dad. Yeah. <laughs> and I know a lot of guys, myself included, well, what's it fucking matter? It's just me that it affects. Well, it affects everybody. Yeah. National Institute of Mental Health. Let's see, there was a extensive study out of Drexel University. They measured kids uh, for 10 years, kids with parents with depression uh, symptoms. Uh, scored lower on 
you know, they did worse in school than parents that weren't depressed. Yeah. I, I'm assuming this means untreated depression. I still don't see anybody, and after this episode, I probably still won't go talk to anybody. You need to go talk to but someone. But <laughs> there's too much shit going on. See, with me, it's money. Yeah. I have a great therapist. And for I me, can't, it's money, I too, because I'm not working. For, yeah, I haven't been able to go to her for, like, over a year. You know, that is a problem. Like, I, I don't have anything against it. To therapy, I would oh no, it's not at great, all. Great, but I can't. That's the problem. Is you can't afford it, and then a lot of times, like if you get it through, like if I get it through my work, I'm locked into like a certain set of people, sure. and then it's almost like the depression just makes it like this is too much work, and I don't want to just start talking to someone. And I have, and I know in my head I have five visits, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, unless and then I part. like, yeah. am I even gonna get anywhere in five visits? Like, let me go one time to the person I know when I need it. Rather than, you know, because, I mean, it's a good thing they have that stuff set up, but that's why I end up not using it, you know? I don't know. It kind of leads to us being stubborn, which we're talking about. Yeah. And you and I are both fucking stubborn as shit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And again, I'm posting all the links for this. One of the things they talk about is men and women display depression differently, whereas women kind of, like, withdraw and kind of, you know, uh, a lot of guys, not all, but will just turn it to hostility instead, which is what I do. You know, I'll still, like, seclude myself, but that's me on a good day anyway. (laughs) (laughs) My anger, it'll come out... usually like driving or something like that or when you're fine but for the most part i guess i present more like a lady <laughs> okay. well, that's okay there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> yeah I don't, it's just it's easier for me it's easier to just rage than it is to talk about my shit yeah you know because then it's like oh good they all left you know yay mm-hmm. and that's kind of a problem you know because i'm always a big fan of treat others as you want to be treated yeah and you know, my thing is if I'm not feeling good, I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. So my wife will be sad or something. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll give her her space, which is yeah. the last thing you're supposed to do. And yeah. yeah, I get in trouble because of that. But yeah, I don't know. They're <laughs> I've had it come out and like, uh, yeah, it comes out at wrong times. And it, like you said, you're not like I owe, <laughs> I owe the guy at Walmart an amends at some point because Oli was playing with the ball. Mm-hmm. Like playing with a ball in the in the aisle, and I just was I was just at that breaking point, you know. And mm-hmm. the guy, all he did was come over and tell us, like, "Hey, you can't play with the ball in here." And I was just like, "Why not? <laughs> Why is there actually a rule about this?" And Olivia's like, oh, "Don't do it, Daddy." And he's like, "It's just uh, I'm like, I'm like, why can't she? She's testing it out, you know." Like, I was a jerk, such a jerk. And then, you know, all it did was like upset Olivia, except that guy. I feel bad about it still. And sadly, though, that poor guy at Walmart, it was just another Tuesday. And he's just like, yeah, this happens all the time. It's another asshole. And I feel like, yeah, man, I'm showing this wrong way of acting, you know, like, but that's what happens with me is like when it does come out, it comes out in in a random spot that just makes you look like a freaking idiot, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) like, which yeah, <laughs> we're good at doing that on our own without depression. I know. Depression. <laughs> Don't need it to like set you up. Totally sets you up. <laughs> I don't know, but this article talks about how um, women are prescribed antidepressants twice as much as men, and they think that it's a combination of things. Partly, it's because guys just don't go to admit that something's wrong. Yeah. And the other side is that they're overprescribing antidepressants to women. I I could totally see that because mm-hmm. I have so many friends that with different like things diseases they had to deal with like mm-hmm. it took them so long even to get a doctor to 
listen to them and then they prescribe the wrong stuff and i could just see it as like anything going wrong i could see yeah. them like over here take this and get the fuck out yeah of my yeah get out of here like but one of the guy that wrote this one about the stubbornness i'll just quote it it's like prescription eyewear you don't see reality and then you get prescription eyewear and put your glasses on you can see see clearly now mm. which makes sense he has a blog called the dadding depressed yeah so anyone that's interested and doesn't want to go see a pro and just wants to see what other dads have to say, dadding depressed. It's a blog. That's cool. Um, and it affects your health. 7% of men with a lifetime history of depression die by suicide. That's actually pretty fucking high. That's huge. Yeah. Depression's linked How to many? 7% of people with depression. Oh, my God. Also, women attempt suicide more frequently than men, but men follow through. So we're, we are, we're executors. We're better at Yeah, we're better we're at We're better it. at one thing. <laughs> we don't fuck around. <laughs> we're better uh, at one thing. We plan it out. Uh, let's see. Uh, depression's linked to heightened risk of cardiovascular disease. A Canadian study said men with depression are more likely to die early. And, you know, for people that don't feel like it's a manly thing to deal with this, yeah. uh, he sums it up perfectly. It's the most manly thing to do. It's broke. Go fix it. Yeah, there you so, go. I like. That. I had one time where I was really bad. Where I had like fully like tried to think of how I would kill myself and all that. Mm -hmm. That was a. It was a really bad like total breakdown, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, it's gonna sound stupid, but the thing that helped me the most was how paranoid I am of things going wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> and stuff. Like I really sat totally. And I thought through everything and just didn't believe any of there's like I was like, there is no way that not only is not painless, but will not result with me. Like, I just thought, like, OK, if I do something like it's going to go wrong, I'm not only going to not die, but I'm going to be like, like totally incapacitated. But somehow my brain will still be working, but mm -hmm. everyone will just be I'll be around for another 30 years knowing what people mm -hmm. saying, like, God, I, if only he could understand, yeah. you know, be like, dang it. No, <laughs> like mean, that old uh, Star Trek episode is what I thought uh, of that Pike, where yeah. they just had those giant buttons on his thing and they go <laughs> like, do you like this Pike? Boop. <laughs> 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 That's what I thought. I was like, God, yeah. you're a fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, that did it. I was like, I don't want to be wheeled around on yeah. that. Like Part of it, just listen. I mean, I had a cousin that actually killed herself a couple of years ago. And, you know, she made it very clear that yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And it's like, okay, and please don't. Oh, she did say it. Oh, wow. And she attempted a couple of times Dang. and finally came through. And I miss her to fucking, you know, it's just, yeah. it's her own choice. Anyway, yeah. so back to the dick Super jokes. Super hard. Yeah. Uh, but here's a guy... Jake Weissman, talking about being clinically depressed. So I feel like a failure all the time, um, every day. I'm only 29, a little young to feel like a failure. I do anyway, uh, I have friends of 29 who are doing remarkable things with their lives that I'm not doing, like I have friends of 29 who are buying houses. Uh, my friend Allison called me up the other day. She's like, Jake, I'm buying a house. I was like, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. That's awesome, <laughs> like that's really cool. She's like, yeah, I have a 30 year fixed rate. No IRA penalty, and I'm getting 8K back from Obama on the stimulus package. And I was like, wow, Allison, I am thrilled for you that you know what that stuff means. Because I ate yogurt with a fork today. Yeah. We're having fun. All right. I'm a white person, so I'm clinically depressed. Uh, 
Thank you very much. Very proud of it. Very proud of it. Sometimes I get depressed for vain reasons, though, which I'm not so proud of. Like last winter, I got depressed because I could just tell that I was gaining weight. You know, so I feel like right, and like right. I don't know. I knew that I was gaining weight because my belt stopped fitting around my neck the same way that it used to. Uh oh, what are we doing, huh? Uh oh, are we telling jokes? Uh oh. Is that a suicide joke or a masturbation joke? That's a great What's the <laughs> I like that. Uh-oh. Oh, I fucking love that. Um, That's a great one, man. Don't do either of those things, god damn it. I know. But, I don't know, it affects everybody. I mean, they found an article, uh, The Rock, the wrestler, the yeah. fucking, he was Maui on Moana, he's in fucking all the He's fucking great in Jumanji. The, I only <laughs> saw the first one. I know it's like a sequel, but the first one's great. Yeah. It's hilarious um, in it. But yeah, he, uh, I guess he was talking to the Express. I did not know this about him. When he was 15 years old, he watched his mother try to kill herself by walking into freeway traffic after they've been evicted from their apartment. Oh, no. What the fuck? <laughs> what a thing to, yeah. Um, wow. So he's admitted that he's been depressed. You know, he just, he said he reached a point where he didn't want to do anything or go anywhere. He was crying constantly. Doesn't say that this and it's was. a rock, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fuck, who has a better life than that fucking guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, anybody man so yeah and you know his quote is we've got to do our best to pay attention whether other people are in pain super cool that he's speaking out on it yeah and that was the whole point you know and he acknowledges dudes have a tendency to keep it in so yeah i mean just seeing a tough guy like that actually open up about it hopefully gets people to realize that maybe it's not that big of a fucking deal because it really isn't yeah and yeah no one's going to criticize you for oh you had to go get glasses you're lame yeah you know i guess when you're six then uh let's see found another one being dads we got kids and we've established that this affects them here's a dad pierre dupli i'll post it he's talking about you need to explain to your kids when they're old enough and he's talking like six yeah. About just to explain what the depression means, because his argument is little kids, the whole world revolves around them. Everything happens, you know, in a little kid's head, everything in the world happens because of them. Yeah. yeah so it's true. I made the sun come up this morning. I made the cat mad at me. I made the cat happy. Mm-hmm. I made daddy sad. And you have to be very clear that I'm responsible for my happiness, not you. Yeah. And to figure out a way to explain that to them. It's like, look, I have to take care of myself. I have to eat right. I have to exercise. And I'm responsible for my happiness, not you. And just, mm-hmm. but in a more positive manner than that. Yeah. Again, I'll post it because I just don't want to bog this whole thing down with fucking Yeah, stuff. no. No, I like that though because I, I, yeah, I would like, I need to explain it probably to Oli like that. I think that sounds good. And it's then, hard too. Like when you bring up the rock, it makes me think of like when you see people post like on Facebook and Instagram and stuff and then you get, you're getting the the best of stuff. So it, oh, yeah. that's how like that guy's clip where you're like, yeah. oh, like me. I'm like, oh, I don't got a house. I'm in debt. Like, yeah. oh, I'm this. You know, it puts you, but you don't know what's going on because you are just posting. Like even the stuff I post is like, Cause it's like, oh, you know, people are gonna like when it's the family only stuff. It's like people want to see the pictures from the trip. Yeah. So everything looks great on the pictures from a trip. You yeah. know. Or yeah. Like, you're not posting that I haven't changed my underwear in five days. Yeah. I ate yogurt with a fork. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Except that I'll draw sometimes <laughs> to draw. Th- <laughs> I will draw through my feelings. Like mm-hmm. I like to draw out and about, and then <laughs> sometimes my drawings. <laughs> I would get calls from friends and say, like, are you okay? Are you all right? Because you could tell from the drawing. So then it made me overthink, like, I'm not going to post this one. No. 
because <laughs> then people like can tell like you know uh, you know not seeing as many like happy characters as they well, I always <laughs> know to worry when I don't hear from you it's like all right I haven't heard from Mike in a few days hey you okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and half the time That's it's just like yeah why yeah <laughs> all right good you sent me this link which I fucking love mm-hmm. um, yeah. Newhart was on the mad TV yeah it's about a lady that goes to a therapist and a quick setup is just that he's like a therapist that you only have to pay for the first five minutes, but yeah. it never goes past the five exactly. minutes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't make change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I can't remember the name of the actress. Oh, uh, I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know from Mad TV. She was the mom from the Stuart clips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember I, those. Uh, yeah. So anyway, here is Newhart with revolutionary new counseling techniques. Yes. That could probably help us all. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't make change. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And go. <laughs> go. Well, tell Why? me, tell me about the problem that you wish to address. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I have this fear of being buried alive in a box. <laughs> I just, I start thinking about being buried alive, and I begin to panic. Has has, has anyone ever ever tried to? To bury you alive in a box? <laughs> no. No, but truly thinking about it does make my life horrible. I mean, I can't go through tunnels or be in an elevator or in a house, anything boxy. <laughs> so what, what you're saying is you're, uh, you're claustrophobic. Uh, yes. Yes, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go, Catherine. I'm... Uh, I'm going to uh, say two words to you right now. I I want you to listen to them very, very carefully. Then I want you to take them out of the office with you and incorporate them into your life. So I uh, write them down? Well, if it makes you comfortable, it's just two words. Most, we find most people can uh, can remember them. (laughs) Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay, you're there. Stop it! Stop it? Yes. S-T-O-P, new word, I-T. So, what are you saying? <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I, I, I say two simple words, and I cannot tell you the amount of people who say exactly the same thing you're saying. I mean, this, you know, this is not Yiddish, Catherine. This is English. Stop it. So, I should just stop it. There you go. I mean, you... you, you you don't want to go through life being scared of being buried alive in a box, do you? I mean, that sounds, sounds frightening. <laughs> <laughs> then stop it! I can't. I mean, it's been with me no, since no, childhood. No, no, no. We, 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 we don't go there. Just, I love just stop it. <laughs> so I should just stop being afraid of being buried alive in a box. You got it. Good go. Good well, go. it's only been... It's only been three minutes, so that will be um, uh, three dollars. Well, I, I only have a five, so. Well, I, I don't, I don't make change. Then I, I guess I'll take the full five minutes. Fine. All right. Well, what other uh, problems would you, would you like to address? <clears throat> Whew, uh, I'm bulimic. I stick my fingers down my throat. Stop it! <laughs> Not of some kind? Don't, don't do that. 
that I'm, I'm compelled to. My mom used to call me. No, Daddy. no, no. No, no we, we don't go there. <laughs> no, we don't go there either. But my horoscope did say. We definitely don't go there. Just, <laughs> just stop it. What, what, what else? What else? Well, I have self-destructive relationships with men. Stop it! <laughs> you you want to be with a man, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yes. Well, then stop it. <laughs> don't be such a big baby. <laughs> I wash my hands a lot. That's all right. <laughs> I love this. I, I wash my hands all the time. There's a lot of germs out there. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm afraid to drive. Well, stop it! <laughs> how, how are you going to get around? Get in the car and drive, you, you kook! <laughs> you stop it! You stop it! <sighs> what's, what's the problem, Kat? I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this therapy at all. You're just telling me to stop it. And and you and you don't you don't like that. No, I don't. <laughs> so you think we're we're moving too fast, is that it? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. All right, then let me uh, let me uh, give you 10 words that I I think will uh, clear everything up for you. Uh, you want you want to get a pad and a pencil for this one? <laughs> Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right, here are the ten words. Stop it or I'll bury you alive in a box! <laughs> I love that. Oh, that is the most Knock fucked it off. up ending. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it or I'll bury you in a box. That was... has to be the most disturbing. I don't know. Um, I love the whole thing, too, of just like, no, 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 we don't go there. But I grew up, no, 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 no. Just stop it. And there's something to it. <laughs> there is. I try to remember it. It's funny for being a comedy thing. There's times where I go through the day and I'll try to remember, just stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And obviously it's not that easy. It is not. But, but sometimes, sometimes it works. It helps. It's yeah. like, okay, that'll get me through the next 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about depression and, you know, some of the signs to look for. This is where it gets boring, but I'll post clips. But mm -hmm. just some of them are just anger, irritability aggressiveness, loss of interest in work, sex, empty feeling, physical aches and pains, need for alcohol or drugs, withdrawing, anything that's so, it's not like them. Yeah. Unless, of course, they've been depressed all the damn time and that's just who they are. Yeah. And then you got to really fucking, you know. Pay attention. Yeah. yeah. And there's different types of depression. There's major depression where, you know, it just, you can't function. Yeah. Psychotic depression, which is where we see most of our homeless. Seasonal affective disorder, where like people go freaking out when it gets dark. Um, oh, I thought it had to do with, <laughs> when you said seasonal, I was thinking of like, you know, you get depressed around Thanksgiving well, and that's you don't have your part kids, of it. so you well, don't have your family. That's yeah. a big part of it, but it's also because you have less sunlight, which apparently uh, physically yes, makes you right, depressed. Yeah. Persistent depressive disorder, also called dysthymia. This is what they said I had. It's just depression that lasts a long time, but it's nothing severe. Mm-hmm. And then you got bipolar, uh, which is fun. You know, and the treatment could be anywhere from therapy to medication. Often the most successful is a combination of the two. Again, I'm going to post links to this stuff. Uh, there's links on how to help someone who's depressed. I mean, half of it is just being there for them yeah. and not ignoring them. And how do you help yourself? Well, make sure you go fucking let someone else know. Let someone else know. And then there's something I, 
I don't know. I was I talk, was talking with a friend who was also like a personal trainer or whatnot, and they they actually had some pretty cool th- ideas of uh, like things. Uh, we were just talking about habits in general, stuff yeah. like are you trying to break or whatever. And she had brought up trying to do you know one thing a day where you just do something completely like if you feel like you're getting in that rut or whatnot, something completely off you know out of the ordinary for you. Like I'm blow a go. dude in a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Wow, think I feel so would, much better. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that would work for you. Maybe you should do that. If anyone knows of a gas station that Rob can go to, <laughs> email him. <laughs> for glory hole locations, email, email to thestandupads at gmail.com. Yeah, maybe that's, that could be why you're uh, depressed. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't have herpes. I need <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need something. <laughs> Or you might just get robbed when you go there and you'd be even more mad. One of the things I read was depression isn't being sad about when things go bad, like you lose your job or, you know, there's problem, you know, your car breaks down or something. That's just being sad because something's fucked up. Yeah. Depression is more being sad when everything's going well. Kind of like The Rock. He's on top of the world and he's still crying all the time. Yeah. You know, I had a great fucking day with my kid. Yeah. I hope to do it again. And I'm still sad, you know, and it it wasn't sad during it. That was the good part. You know, give yourself a fucking break, man. I think as guys, we just go, oh, we'll tough it out. And I get mad and that helps me push through stuff. I think a bunch of other guys do the same thing. So that's where my wife and I don't see head to head is I just get pissed off. And it's like, well, I'm just going to get through this. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. One degree of separation. It was uh, a comic that I've interviewed in the past they do shows at laughs unlimited Mm. uh, with comedians because you know depression surprise surprise big problem with comics yeah yeah Um, it was jason anderson and you know they've been on the news about their show Uh, what they do is they have comics go up they do a little a short set or short sets and then afterwards they talk they just sit down and talk about depression yeah so it's like a panel and stuff that's pretty cool it is, and it's really, you know, it's gotten a lot, it's gotten national acclaim at this point, and they have a website, and it is the number one degree of separation dot life. So give that a check out. Again, I will That's post cool. the link. So normally we'd go to the bad dad, yeah. but this has been so down, I, yeah. you know, and I've been wanting to and find... And I don't want to talk about, yeah, if we do um, dating my dad, that just adds to the depression. Yeah, no. <laughs> And we need you around to, <laughs> at least let's finish the year. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to get to, you have like a certain number of episodes and then yeah. you're like, yeah, you, there's some weird syndication. You can off yourself and, now, Mike. There's syndication <laughs> in podcasts. Oh, I need to get to the magic number and then you can die. And that'll actually help me sell it. <laughs> yeah, great. Fuck, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Mm. Oh, jeez. Oh, He's dead now. These 80 episodes are the <laughs> only things you can listen to. <laughs> oh, so sad. Um, so, and I've wanted to find good dad stories, and they're so hard to find, sadly. Which yeah. kind of, I think, uh, leads to some of our depression, because all you see is bad news. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure, because most of the time, and I'm guilty of it, too. If there's anything where it's like, the dad doesn't have the kids, you're like, what'd you do? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's always that, and it's like even I know it's like well that's not true, but it's like the first thing you think yeah. of is like hmm, what do you do? Like well, what's that guy? thirty years ago, no one would have said that. We said, well, of course the kids were the mom. Oh yeah, yeah. So things have changed, that's and I guess true, that's yeah. a step in the right direction. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I actually found a story about a good dad, and it was a uh, dad turns board games into bed sheets so sick kids lying in hospitals won't get bored. 
So what he did is he made these special sheets and bed covers and stuff that have like, you know, some of them have like Those look amazing. Yeah, like find a word, um, like little board game stuff. Like there's several on there. There's one. So cool. There's a picture of a nurse playing checkers with a kid on the, you know, on the bedspread. Because I guess he, I guess his, I'm trying to remember. I want to say his kid was in the hospital and he decided to do that. And then he decided to make a business out of it. So cool. They sell these, but also, and this is the cool part, you can donate bed sheets to hospitals. Like if your kid went through, you know, Children's Hospital or something like that and you really wanted to give something back, donate some bed sheets. So I'm definitely putting that up there. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, we put together bed sheets and slumber bags that, that cover everything from geography, math, science, grammar, word fine games, all in a three piece set. So yeah. Wonderful. Um, right now, as far as he knows, 10 different hospitals across the country are using them, which is nothing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you want to donate. Yeah. That's awesome. I think it would be fucking cool because it's a fucking drag. What a great idea, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to be depressed, fucking walk by a kid's ward at yeah. a hospital. You know, I mean, just the colors alone should be enough to make it a little bit better. But Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so thank you. And let me see. This guy deserves to be recognized. Kevin Gatlin. Yeah. So thank you for doing a fucking good thing and doing something that's cheering people up. Email us. These stand up dads at gmail.com. Thanks so again. So Robert can yeah. know where the glory hole yeah, locations are. So I can shake up my routine and not yeah, be Yeah, and he's too lazy to go past Folsom. <clears throat> so yeah. fuck, tell him where there's some in Folsom. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <fuck laughs> <you>. International dads, <laughs> email us. Thank you again to Ari, who we talked to last week. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. The, one of the funniest comments I got was Are you sure he's Australian? He didn't say cunt once. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, but I, I'm looking forward to talking to him again. Subscribe to our show. Drops every Sunday. Check us on Facebook, Stand Up Dad's Pod. Just look <laughs> for us. We'll pop up. If you want any uh, animation or illustration, my website, which is still not updated, God damn it. is pencilforhire.com. So pencil, F-O-R, hire.com. And it's also Pencil for Hire on Instagram. I can't tell you how depressed I get when I look at your website and it's not updated. <laughs> you're adding to it. You're like, you're making Owen's life worse. Actually, the other it's going to make him struggle in yeah. school because your depressing <laughs> website <laughs> brings sadness to the world. Well, I did look at your clumsy love one. Oh. And that was, yeah, and I was like, oh, he needs to bring that back. Yeah, that um, one's missing. Yeah. So that one went, and that's one where there's a depression thing when when i tried to move <coughs> it to a different website provider yeah i didn't know i didn't copy the stuff correctly uh, so it lost gone? it lost all of the posts so that's why i never put it back on it's been like 4 years like i'm about saved? to put them back up i have them saved oh, good. but what's what upset me the most and depressed me was I, and all of the posts that I had written about oh, each one, all on. that stuff's gone. So you have the artwork, just yeah. Not so the I can, and I am gonna. I've been working with a friend of mine, Devin, to to put it back up, mm-hmm. but it'll just be the strips. And it's just, it. That's what made me give up and yeah. be depressed. And yeah, because I would always, re- I remember, I would read the strips and then read the story underneath. Yeah. So uh, all that, all that's gone, and that just bugged me. But yeah, <sighs> technology. If you see Mike, give him friend a and foe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my side project. If you want a good laugh, come up to Blacktop Comedy Club in Rockland. Big Nick runs the gag on this podcast. We interview local comics, have a good time while we do it. Uh, we just did Joe Morgan. Interesting guy because he's not a comic, but he does roast battles. 
Oh. And he's fucking vicious. Wow. <laughs> and I would not want to tangle with that guy in a roast battle. Yeah, come on down. Every Wednesday, 530. And he's not even a comic. Uh, he wants to, but he just never got around to it. But he's oh. friends with Josh, who does a lot of the roast battles. He says, hey, I should come up. And then he actually beat him. Oh. Um, and Josh is fucking amazing. So, wow. Yeah, don't tangle with the guy. Come listen to that. If you're feeling kind of down, go talk to somebody. Yes. And uh, hopefully you're still around, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.